0: So here's something really stupid because you would think that Billy Epler has all the money in the world, right? He's using Steve Cohen's money. There's no – he doesn't care about tax. He doesn't care about anything. There's no – it doesn't make a difference what level they're on. The Steve Cohen line, they're going past that. Is there still a possibility Billy Epler's playing under those rules of playing like, you know, the – I can still get him under that minor league contract. I could still keep him, keep him unders like that, that time uh, we can call him up after his uh, get the full year. No. There's none of that. I mean, no. maybe that's what they're waiting for.
1: No, I don't buy that. Well, I, I, I just don't now there, there are ways that major league baseball change those rules to kind of reward teams, uh, allowing them to be up at the major league level. Like one of which is if you finish in the top two or three of rookie of the year voting, you get that year of service time no matter what. So even if you wait until May 1st, if that kid has a huge rookie season like Brett Beatty, it's not going to matter. Plus they tried to put different things in to kind of promote that. That's not a meth thing. I, that, I, I would rule it out completely. I think it's purely, I think it's two things. I think it's justification, which I just addressed. And the other thing is, and we hear this a lot. I remember talking about this a lot with the Yankee bullpen last year when uh, Marinaccio was in the minor leagues. When a guy has options, you can put them at AAA and not lose them. If you decide to move on from Darren Ruff, you moved on from Darren Ruff. And as easily as I want to move on from him and you want to move on from him, they can keep him and also keep Vientos and Beatty. They go to AAA. They're not losing anybody. Uh, so I remember last year, late in the year, there was a, a point where the Yankee bullpen didn't make sense. And Maranaccio had pitched well and he was in AAA. And it was one of those games where – if we had sent down this other guy, he didn't have any options. We'd lose him. So let's keep as many guys as we can. It has nothing to do with money. I really don't think it does. And I, I don't think I, I think Cohen has earned enough of a he doesn't care about money reputation that they're not keeping Darren Ruff on this roster based on money. They're keeping Darren Ruff on this roster because Billy Epler probably wants to justify the dumbass trade that he made. Now, Can I, can I give you my three avenues? Because it is not over yet. As much as you want to, you know, do
0: your little touchdown dance and say, yes, I'm depressed, but I was right. Yeah. But first of all, let me just say something. This is not like a, oh, I nailed this. I'm so happy. I'm like, I'm probably more pissed than you are that I'm right. I don't want to be right. No, I know. I know. I know. I know that so Trust but me. please I'm, I'm I'm curious to see how we can get through this how we can make this happen Darren Ruff still doesn't make the roster opening day yes
1: and i and i believe you because i'm the same way that i don't want to be right about bad things i was optimistic about Ruff not being on the team and i've already gotten the tweets ah, this is your fault you schmuck you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's all my fault well okay so we've got one two three four and a half days depending on when you're listening until opening day we have a lot of time number one the Mets trade him, and you may say nobody would want him. Look, they traded James McCann. If you pick up the man's contract, and there's a team out there that could use a right-handed hitting DH, and they're giving nothing up, and the Mets are paying for 85% of his salary, there could be a taker. And if you do that, then there are there are various options on who takes that roster spot. We've talked about Vientos and Beatty. But the other guy, and I remember mentioning this right from the top. In fact, this was my official roster prediction when we made that over a month ago. It wasn't Vientos as much as it made sense. It wasn't Beatty. The guy I predicted who would make the roster over rough was Tim LeCastro. Am I confident about that right now? I can't say that I am. LeCastro's had a great camp, no doubt about it. He gives him more versatility in the outfield. Because even though Darren Ruff could play the outfield, LeCastro plays a lot better. He's got the great speed we had talked about throughout spring training, which can be a bigger weapon this season. It it just, it puts the Mets in a weird spot. If LeCastro made it, let's say they get rid of Ruff, and it was LeCastro who makes the team. And I think we'd be pretty happy about that. I know I would. I think most Mets fans would say, all right, it's a victory. It does lead to the question of, well, who's the right-handed DH? Is it Tommy Pham, who's had a horrible spring training? Is it... Eduardo Escobar, and then you spruce up your defense with Luis Guillerme playing third base against lefties? Probably not. Is it Tim LeCastro himself? Uh, Or is it we use our DH day, the day we give Lindor off, the day we give uh, Marte off. We use that day when there's a lefty on the mat. I'm not sure you do that, especially when you look at the beginning of this season. They're facing a lefty game two and game three of the season. I'm not sure they're using their DH days right out the gate. So one of the guys who is a clear possibility to make this team, Tim LaCastro, is still hanging on. And he could make it, though I'm not confident about it. So number one is they trade Darren Ruff. Number two is they IL Darren Ruff, which has always been a possibility. He had a wrist issue, has a wrist issue. He hasn't hit much in camp. I know he's had a few extra base hits over the last week or so, so he's perked that batting average up to like 180 or whatever it is. But you can always use... The wrist injury excuse. That is
0: always there as a possibility. So you've got the what? You don't buy that, Pete? Yeah, how could you say that if he's batting 650 uh, you know, behind the scenes? Oh, jeez, don't get <laughs> don't get me started on that.
1: <laughs> I was pissed when I first read it. I know he was joking, and I want to acknowledge that. I know Buck was joking, but sometimes it's not funny. You know, you you can't get away with everything you say that's stupid by going with the, well, it was a joke. I was joking around. Yeah, I wasn't being serious. Dude, Darren Ruff sucks, Buck. And I remember I said that to him when we had him on late last year. It was kind of awkward. And he's like, you want me to go up to Darren and tell him that? I'm like, yeah. I'm not, fine, tell him he stinks. I'll tell him he stinks. What do you want me to tell you? He's not hitting. And then three hours later, he was placed on the injured list. (laughs) But I'm not denying, by the way, that Darren Ruff's awfulness with the New York Mets, I'm not denying that it could be related to an injury. Fine. Maybe it is. Then put him on the IL. I don't want to see him. Now that's fine. I'm not telling you he's not hurt. How the hell would we know? We're not in the locker room. The point is what we do know, Buck, is that he's been really, 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 really bad. And for you to tell us that he's hitting line drives on the backfields is not going to make anybody happy. It's not funny. It's not cute. Maybe Sallowish wish a happy Buckmas, but I'm looking at this comment saying, dude, just shut up. It's tone deaf. I don't want to hear that. Now, this isn't me turning on Bach. This is me calling him out for a dumb comment. That's all it is. I still love Bach, but geez, oh, he's hitting 850 on the backfields. So option number two is you put him on the injured list. And then option number three is your DFA. Option number three is you just move on because those other two options, a trade, I don't want to say it saves face because it really doesn't. It was a bad trade. You know, and if Billy Epler gives him away and gets nothing back, a player to be named later, you can't rationalize. Well, we salvage this. Yeah. You traded JD Davis and three other minor leaguers, even if they aren't hardly regarded for a player to be named later, but I don't care about justifying the trade It was a bad trade. And by the way, that happens. I mean, You can make bad trades. They're allowed. I'm not firing you because of a bad trade. What I'm asking you to do is when you make a bad trade, don't double down on it. Move on from it. Like I give Brian Cashman credit. He made a big trade at the deadline last year for Frankie Montas. And it was terrible, right? It was awful. You could even say it was Darren Ruffian in terms of Montas was bad And then he got hurt. I guess in a way, you almost prefer the guy to just get hurt because then he can't hurt you on the field. But whatever. Montas was terrible, right? He was supposed to be the Yankees' number two starter. That's how it was viewed when they made that trade. So he's awful. Offseason comes around. And what do the Yankees do? They sign a real number two starter. So wasn't that, in a way, the general manager saying, hey, I screwed up with the Montas trade. Let me go get somebody better, and he does, and Carlos Redon. Now, I know he's hurt. That's not the point of this. My point is, I think, this is the way I interpret it, Cashman admitted it was a bad trade. Let me go fix it. Billy Epler hasn't done that. It was a bad trade. It was a awful trade. And instead, they didn't add a right-handed DH, as we know. And you're going to have them make the team when you had internal options on your roster that are better? How the hell can you do that?